inflation is a funny, funny, funny thing. We don't really see it when we go to the grocery stores, do we? Milk is relatively the same price every year. iPhones seem to get cheaper and cheaper. Those big smart TVs that were so expensive are now so very cheap. Why are all our groceries the same place? I mean, inflation is supposed to destroy our bank accounts year after year. But it is interesting when we start to pay attention where inflation ends up hitting us in the economy. You see, when the government pumps billions of dollars in the economy through quantitative easing or T-bills or whatever measure they want to do, it hits our housing prices. It hits our school education as tuition seems to soar. The healthcare industry, the prices of medicine, the prices of surgeries are just soaring and insurances are soaring out of control even. And it's funny how it doesn't hit our wages. Wages stay pretty stagnant year after year. And that's why being an investor is even more important than it's ever been. However, one thing that I've been finding is that's not true for everyone's wages. That's not true for everyone's salaries. You see the 1%. I'm talking about the CEOs, the big cheddar cheeses, the people at the very top of the top. Their salaries, their compensation has continued to skyrocket, matching the everlasting peak of money that's been in vaulted in our economy. See, I'm just making up no words for this stuff because, of course, these people have that much amount of money. And I think the catastrophe of what WeWork is and what happened to WeWork, that pretty much the fall from grace from this beloved company is a symptom of what's going on in this weird economy that we're in today. Hi, my name is Fly Studio. This is the Uneducated Investor Podcast. This is where we connect investing to pop culture. Feel free to subscribe. Of course, this is also a video podcast on YouTube. And let us get better at investing, Fly Crew, together. WeWork has been going through it lately, man. I, like, I really feel for these guys. Like, right now, their CEO just went from, like, a Zen Buddhist monk chill yoga type dude to just the most hated man in all of Silicon Valley. I mean, this guy was basically doing hot yoga and meditation in his office and boxing, calling in trainers and weird retreats and all these drink, all these weird stories coming about about this guy, literally making him sound like a super villain. And in the midst of all this, it's all because of how he managed his company of WeWork. You see, this was a beloved child. One of the biggest funds in the world, SoftBank, basically this is a company that has over $100 billion of capital really ready to deploy, ready to invest in the market. They saw this beautiful company named WeWork, which is basically like, it's similar to an Airbnb type company. Essentially what they do is they make, they basically buy leases on different office spaces and have long leases and then basically have businesses able to come in there, rent it out for some time, and then leave if they want. 
They have wonderful couches, wonderful working environments, very urban, very, you know, ergonomically friendly. This is a place where, you know, the new hipster type of workplaces and office places can thrive in apparently. And this company once was looked at a darling child, pretty much the next Airbnb. That's why SoftBank valued them at an astonishing $48 billion. $48 billion. This is was like 2018, I believe. $48. You know how ridiculous that is? $48 billion? This company hasn't even reached its IPO, and it was valued at $48 billion. And... This is the overall problem that I'm finding that's in our economy and eventually going to cause the recession. It's the way and the way these companies are being valued so ridiculously high. And it's basically a symptom of these fund managers having way more money than they know what to do with. It's just what's going on. You see, normally in the economy, because we have things called taxes, when these companies start to make so much money, it becomes better for them to, you know, pay back to employees through salaries, you know, lowers everyone's taxable expenses, or they actually get just get taxed on the back end because they have a profit. Some of that profit then goes to, you know, the government. The government then redistributes that taxes through roads and different, um, you know, initiatives. However, in 2019, that's not how it works, baby. When these companies make a lot of money, you know what they do? They do beautiful share buybacks. So, of course, if you own some stocks, it's only 50% of the U.S. does. You make some money. They do it through huge bonuses and stock options for their very, very, very top of their company. You know, that's the CEOs, that's the executive staff. And the regular degular people who right now, you know, 70% of the U.S. is really living paycheck to paycheck. The people who would actually spend the money on normal stuff and actually make the economy thrive, uh, they're not getting any of that money. It's going to the top. And what's making this, what's actually happening because of the symptom of the top getting all the money is you have this, you're at this point when everyone's giving their money to these big funds, hoping to get a return on their money, hoping for that glorious 10, 20% return, please. But the top funds, they just can't do it. There's nowhere to put their money. There's nowhere to put it. So, of course, as soon as you get a company with a little bit of promise, you know, all of the marbles fall off and everyone's common sense flies directly off a cliff. It does not pass go. And no, there is no $200, baby. It's capitalism gone crazy. $48 billion. This guy was basically saw the, the crazy valuation. Even he know it was ridiculous. He started doing crazy stuff. Like this CEO of WeWork, he started selling his own shares. He started buying private jets. Like he did not even, he did not see this company being successful. Um, he ended up walking away right now, looks like, with $1.6 billion, even though this company is bleeding clash right now. Like, I don't even know if it, right now the valuation is worth $10 billion. And if this company goes under, oh my God, we're talking about JP Morgan Chase, 
getting affected. We're talking about SoftBank, even though they only invested $4 billion. It's still a lot of money. They're getting hit. And we're talking about all those different real estate markets that this company, where they bought long-term leases, all of those markets getting affected heavily. I mean, WeWork is really a symptom of what's going down in the economy. And when I see these crazy inflated stories out of Silicon Valley where, you know, the venture capital motto is invest in 10 companies, one will be good, hopefully. Um, it makes me think even harder that there was a recession coming in 2020, which is why right now I'm investing in gold and I'm actually investing in real estate, which makes it really scary. But I'm investing in REITs, you know, high dividend paying REITs and high dividend paying stock companies. Um, you know, right now McDonald's even took a hit. So I started putting some money in there. Hopefully it will go back up. But I'm trying to just get those dividends. And when the market drops, sure, I won't, you know, the stock won't be appreciating, but I'll still be able to hold on those dividends, even if they cut it a little bit. Those dividends, I'll just hold on those. They'll stay around the same and I'll be able to hold on those stocks. So the reason why we were failed, inflation, man. Capital is just too high. Fund managers are having a record amount of money that they cannot deploy in the economy. And WeWork is a symptom of overvaluation. Think we've seen this scenario before. Think about the Fire Festival. That's the whole Ja Rule <laughs> Fire Festival where they said Drake would come and Drake obviously never showed up. And it lost a lot of investors' money. It's just the same story we've seen from Silicon Valley. And in my opinion, Flight Crew, I'm curious on how long this stuff can last. Anyways, once again, this is the uh, Uneducated Investor podcast. Feel free to hit up Fly Stew on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, subscribe if you haven't. And we, Flight Crew, we have to take off, baby. I'll see you guys next time.